come in and then I'll Riggity Row, we back on the Dow, on the style, get it in. This is Lake Views, bringing you the news that you may or may not choose, but A, why refuse? Because the fuse is lit, because this is it. We're helping you find out what's all happening, what's good, what's really back around the neighborhoods and the community here in Minnesota. And we are powered by the mighty morphine, the elusive, and the ill, and I don't know, ill-suited institution, whatever you want to call us, Breaks and Lakes. My name's Derek. Hey, and I'm Justice. That was a fine intro. Riggedy Row, man. Yeah, that's how you start all the rap songs that are good. Well, back in the 90s, hell yeah, DOS effects. Yeah. Bum, stiggity, bum, stiddy, bum, skiddy, bum. Okay. Now, you gotta look up some DOS effects. Some of that shit's funny as fuck in hindsight, but at the same time, they also had a couple of joints with like Primo and. Yeah, they had some classics under their belts, like straight from the sewers, like shit. Like, they were thorough. It's just, in hindsight, when you look back, like, these dudes were just fucking rhyming fucking nursery rhyme shit right with a fucking um well it was the the rhymes had not been written at that point so you could you have rock him by then yeah but still like this is like like early 90s still the early 90s like precedent had been made yeah you're right i think i think like it was nice for what it was like it definitely innovated it's the same way that i look at future and like the mumble rap phenomenon that's happening like it was a change into the guard like it got us away from like just hey we're going round and rapping to the feed mm-hmm. and then you have rakim who swept it up and had like internal rhymes all the time and going everywhere in outer space and then give you another taste you know right and then forward they kind of went to the really just really oddball like bum skiddy bum skiddy bum skiddy wow 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 it's like that uh scat it was scat music mixed with I think largely more with the Islander music like when you see uh, you know Jamaican transplants or Jamaican heritage through the likes of Biggie Bus of Rhymes and shit like that you start to understand that there's there's a little bit more of the culture there a more dance hall feel so more raga so it's it's official and of course shout out to the reggae scene the whole dance hall scene within the Twin Cities they really don't get enough credit as they should, for That's sure. very true. But, yo, we're trying to give a lot of credit to everyone. Hopefully, you're having yourself a great day today, and we're going to help make it a little better if we can. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Um, got some cool stuff hanging out on this podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yay. Also, who was that on the beat? That's a dude named Wyatt Lewis. Um... He is a prime example of somebody who reached out to us with their beats, like we've said in the past. So, <laughs> just made it sound like a teacher. Like, you see, look at how well he this turned is, in his project. Yeah, he turned in his project. <laughs> we didn't have to track you down. <laughs> we just had to. We didn't even reply to him yet. Like, so this is gonna be a surprise. To him. <laughs> yeah, we haven't replied to his ass, but we're using the beat. <laughs> we're gonna use his shit, but. <laughs> no, but for real, uh, dude's name Wyatt Lewis. He lives in Northeast right now. Uh, sounds like he's been making beats for a little bit. Yeah. He has an album out called Desk Desktop Suite. It's you sweet. can check it out on Bandcamp. There's uh, 15 tracks of some nice little beats, and also got a SoundCloud. He might go by the name Wyatt Ludwig. Uh, not much is known about this guy. He just emailed us. Seems like cool guy. Uh, yeah, so shout out media? to him. 
shout out to social media. No, what's the social media? Oh, let's, yes. Let's put him on air. Yeah. His uh, Twitter is hi hat, hi h i underscore h a t t. There you go. Get at him. Get those beats. Yeah. Find out what's good. Shout out to Wyatt because these things are they're quite quite lit. They ain't quiet. No, you ain't no quiet Wyatt. No, not a quiet Wyatt. You could be a quiet Wyatt, but you can't riot without Wyatt. Yes. With that being said, we also are talking to someone that's not us today. Who was that? We're talking to Yana Eli. Yeah, yeah. free lunch, free lunch. Mm-hmm. So you know what's up as she's actually going to be performing tomorrow at Day of Dignity out in North Minneapolis. Definitely stop out if you can. It's going to be a good day for you know the community as well as just a great chance to really just... Uh, do like a selfless gesture and like donating your time, right. your energy you and give it back. Donate your clothes, clothing as well. That's one way you can help out. I think they probably are accepting food donations too. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, you can, uh, dignify f- yourself. Yeah. It's going to be running from 11 to five. Yeah. It's free. Just stop on out. Should be a cool time. So yeah, come through. And yeah, we're going to be talking about some other shit today. You know, probably some other, dumb topics that comes off the top of the dome you know how this goes yeah but if this is your first time i apologize but hey not really really not really you know so get ready get set we got some mini mixes we got some things to air out we got some uh i don't know trivia tidbits if you keep track we have trivia tidbits i assume we do there's gonna come a day where we just decide to get a bingo card going. What episode did Derek start choking over his words we when someone started talking shit to him? Yeah, we could go back in time and do uh, throwbacks of times that we were really embarrassing on the mic, like that one time where you and uh, Trevor started rapping, had a battle rap, yeah. and you kind of lost. Yeah. Yeah. I'm upset by that. No, it was in hindsight, it might have been a little bit of my fault because I I turned the beat off on you. But that too, but I was also hungover and it was just yeah. like walking into this shit like Trevor's on. Okay, I didn't see this coming. Right. So okay. Yeah. But Anyways. it's what it is. I will come back. I will avenge myself. I'm a Damon Lillard. One of you motherfuckers. You already know what it is. It's confirmed. So you know what? Let's get it adjourned, man. Let's well not adjourn. Let's get it going. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get some mini mixes rolling. Should and we celebrate with uh, something for the Minnesota Lynx? Yeah, what do you got in mind? Because, you know, they took home the W, forced game five on a historic season Yeah, at the fucking barn, which is, we'll get into that in a minute. But, yo, what do we got? Should we go B.Croc Croc or Brother Ali? Let's go B.Dot, man. All right, let's do it. Yeah, if you haven't heard B.Dot, one of the coldest out here for real. If you don't know about her, you're She's fucking She's got up. the theme song for the Minnesota Lynx. Yeah. 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 Wish we could find it online. Yeah. But Lynx, get at her. Post that shit up. Have yeah. her perform at halftime. Have her perform whole season. Give her season tickets. Give her, you know, give her a spot on the bench. Right. I'm just saying. So, in the meantime, though. It's Lake Views. Word. So they don't wanna see you do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, huh? So they don't wanna see you do it, 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 do
where there's cleansing. My people ain't got no power. I can't find my aunts. I can't find my cousins. My, the land that I got married in less than two months ago is gone. But my pride, I wasn't born in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico was born in me. You're supposed to talk. Oh, I thought you were still tuning. Oh, no, I'm ready. Oh, okay. Go ahead now, anytime. Maria Issa with a powerful and loving statement right here on Lake Views. That song right there is her new track called Levas, Levante. Levante. Levantate. Levantate. Yeah. I know I'm, I need to brush up on my Spanish hard. Yeah, but, but it is Levantate. Yes. And it means uh, get up, I think. That's what I remember it being. All right. Yeah. You know, like get up yeah. and do something about this. Yeah. Basically. Prayers and thoughts is nice, but action yeah. is what's needed at this moment. And right. everything that's going towards that single is a direct result of that. She's not only been providing a lot of ways for people to get involved and help make their dollars and their contributions meaningful through a couple of online websites and uh, fundraisers. And every one of those uh, songs or every purchase of that song is actually going towards uh, relief efforts to help out Puerto Rico after the devastation of Hurricane Maria. Yes. And actually, last night, they just had a El Fondo Borica, Boricua hurricane relief. Damn, I'm really bad at Spanish. Yeah, ended up having that go down last night as it was reported that they raised $1,612. Oh, yeah? for last night? Yeah. For nice. yeah, for uh, hurricane relief efforts out in Puerto Rico. So, hey, shout out to them. A lot of beauty in the city, and it's just bringing out a lot of people for the right reasons. So, right, and they have another one of those coming up here at the Black Dog on October nineteenth. Uh, it's going to be a big show with a bunch of. Uh, uh, it's going to have it's it's billed as an Afro Latin jam session with bamba, rumba, funk, and more. And uh, a lot of cool people are going to be there, including uh, the Twin Cities Mobile Jazz Project, KFAI's Radio Pocho, uh, Prim, members of uh, Zulu Zulu, Lady Midnight's going to be there, Maria Issa, and a bunch of more. DJ Miguel Vargas, he's one of the dudes from KFAI. Yeah, that dude's yeah. cold. And of course, Tony Trouble can't sleep on him neither. Right. So, uh,. That's a good way to uh, get out, see some music, as well as uh, helping out a good cause. Um, there is a $10 suggested donation for entry. That's right. Black Dog, Thursday, October 19th, 7 p.m. Yeah. And then before that, we had B.Doc Croc showing you why she's always on point. That was do it. Because they had to do it because the Lynx came home and came away with Game 5, forcing it to that against the LA Sparks and yeah just kind of have it coming down to a nail biter but just clinching a nice 10 point uh, lead and closing out the game and the whole league or the season so salute to them and of course salute to Cynthia Foles like honestly like that was cold like she had a record setting amount of rebounds during the game Damn. the most in any WNBA championship game yeah so that's huge she ended up walking away with the MVP and of course you can't really discount you know uh Maya Moore uh Lindsey Whalen the whole squad like they just really make us proud to be Minnesotans 
when it comes to sports. They're the best Minnesota sports team we got. Ever. Ever. Like, Twins may have won the World Series twice. Sure, that was that was back when I was still learning to walk. Hmm. And actually before me, too. And then there was also the Wolves had their moment. You know, the Twins and the Vikings, they always have their moments. The Wild, too, is just Minnesota. We always fall flat on our face, except for the Lynx. But at the same time, the WNBA is still new, and corporate sponsors are not entirely there to raise awareness to the point that people really need to recognize, which is probably the most irksome thing for me when they're doing the most and actually tied the record for most championships in a franchise in the WNBA short yeah, history. Yeah, that's crazy. But at the same time, it's just it's irritating to know that they have to play in the barn while their home stadium is getting renovated for the Timberwolves, which right. I love the Timberwolves. But when you have Glenn Taylor and his wife holding up the the trophy at the end of it, it's like, come on, man. Like, can't you do this, like, in another time? But I understand there's more money in the Wolves, so I don't know. It's one of those tricky positions. Does but Glenn Taylor own both? He does. Oh, wow. Glenn and Becky Taylor own the Timberwolves and the Minnesota Lynx. Okay. So, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's a really odd thing because you know he invests so much money in the Wolves and there's been glimpse of hope and only to have that dash year after year after year after year. And this year it looks promising, but at the same time you renovated a whole stadium while you're bread and butter, you're the people that are actually filling up your entire trophy case right. are playing over at the barn. So, I don't know. But either way, that's a great day for college students. Yeah, definitely. If you needed a reason to go out and drink that night, shit. Probably Everyone else is riding, might as well. Well, not riding, per se, because, yeah, it was not riding. But it's nice for a school night. So, of course, shout-out to the Lynx. Well-deserved. Great yeah. fucking game. Great season. Again and again. Yeah. Lindsay Whalen is from uh, Hutchinson, Minnesota. She is. And that's kind of where I grew up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I grew up the town over, but you you go to Hutchinson for all the, for everything. Yeah, and you bring <laughs> up the links is like Lindsay Whalen. Yeah, she's a she's a she's a treat. Yeah, so, I remember it was big news. I mean, it was big news for the state when she came back when she. Yeah, got that was here. huge. Yeah, yeah, I was geeked. But you know, same time, the whole team, it's a great juggernaut. So right, maybe we're witnessing our era's own Lakers. Back when they were with Minneapolis, yeah, maybe you know the league was still young then. I'm just did looking. the Lakers win any championships here? <laughs> <laughs> did they? Did they? Dude, they had the first dynasty in fucking sports, man. Oh yeah, they own the NBA. No oh, one could shit. stop Mike and man. I didn't know, man. Then it all kind of switched up when they went to LA get that money. To which it's a blemish on sports history out here, but at the same time. I don't know. At least we got those. It's just a pain in the ass to see the Lakers come back, play the Wolves, and you see like the franchise grow and blossom in L.A., get that money, get that star right. appeal, and then you see the Wolves having to restart their whole shit around 89, and it's just like, come on, man. So how many years did we go without a, f- a basketball team? Uh, a couple decades. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Three? Three decades? Damn. So, yeah, it was a... Uh, it was a sad time, but at the same time, LA ain't looking that good this year, so I'm taking it as a win. You can keep your fucking Lorenzo Ball and his dumbass. 
So I'm saying it. I don't know. And I'm going to back you up because I don't even know. I don't know at all. You should really look up LeVar Ball. I love that dude. Yeah. As much as I don't like what it's doing to uh, distract from the game. What does LeVar Ball do? (laughs) What doesn't he do? He's the one that talks shit on behalf of the family, get that money up, and is getting on ESPN, making everyone get mad and heated because he has no substantial argument. He's the fake news of sports today. Oh, yeah? He is the one that's causing the controversy. He's running the Don King route, and I love and hate it. It's a great show to watch. If you've seen LeVar Ball and you watch the whole Ball family go out in the the years year since they've kind of popped into the mainstream, mainstream uh, consciousness, it's a great, great time. So, I don't know. But anyway, though, you know what? Let's 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 get to talking to someone else. Yeah. This week we had the pleasure of sitting down with, you know, one of my favorite MCs out of one of my favorite crews right now in the Twin Cities, Free Lunch Crew. Yeah. And, you know, Yana, come on. She's got a lot to say, and she's got the bars to back it up. And That's she's, very true. Yeah, she's going to be holding it down tomorrow out in North Minneapolis for Day of Dignity. Yeah. And her, Toki Wright, and a bunch of other people. Yeah. Uh, Day of Dignity from 11 to 5. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be cool. So stop out. It should be a great time. It's free 99, so I'm saying nothing's really stopping you a whole lot. Just come on out and just rock. In the meantime, though, yo, what do we got the bop to? Uh, this is a track from the 8th and 18th projects yep, that uh, Yana's been doing for the past couple months. And uh, she talks about it in the interview, so we won't talk about it too much now. But this one's called uh, What Would Jesus Do? I miss my bracelet. You do? Yeah. It's always that point. No, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> okay. But yeah, let's get into it right here. Lake Views. What would Jesus do in the black pants with his black friend spilling wine in the back end, back end? What would Jesus do in the black pants with his black friend spilling wine in the back end, back end? Funza, no, I need my funds. Ain't got a dime in my pocket, but I'm still up, still up. Sun come up on the weekday, on the weekend. No, I break bread, no, I spend bread. If the black man God tell me where you get your funds, how you breaking off these chains, double dutching for your ones. Let me tell you about the time I saw Jesus at the bar. He pulled out a couple racks. He said, you get what you want. I spend your money like it's mine. And I ain't got a dime. You turn water into wine. And everything was fine. He said, watch how you spend your time. Because your gift is also mine. So I dip, you dip. And when I dip, you dip, we dip. Miss sipped too much flick. Because I definitely missed a hit. And I definitely missed a ride. And I must have missed a tie. Cleanse my soul and my mind. Thought about it the whole night. A couple weeks. Mm, and it was heavily on my mind. Opportunity see divine in the flesh. Mm, this definitely was a test. Went back to the bar. Hit the corner. I saw a black Benz with some tents. The convo went like this. Uh, Hunger, where you been? Hey, no place in high friends. Yeah. Tonic and white gin. In a black band, ay. Homegirl, where you been? Ay. Tonic in some white gin, yeah. No place in high friends, ay. Tell me where you wanna go.
Alright, right now we are out in the studio getting down and getting to know one of Free Lunch's own. You already know, Yana, what's good? Yeah, hey, hey, what's up? Yeah. Hey, kicking. Happy to be here. Yeah, happy you're here. Thank you. And at the same time, you got a big day ahead of you this weekend. I do. A very dignified moment for yeah, day of dignity. Day of dignity. And, yeah. you know, you're going to be performing at what time? I don't think we have any set times yet. At least no one told me, but I will be there all day. So, yeah. okay. I don't think my set time matters very much, but I'll be there all day to talk to everyone and. I will be there. I will be present for my set time. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all we really need to know. It's yeah. like when it comes time, you're going to see. I'll you, be there. But you're just going to lay back day. in the cut and just yeah. kind of like work around the whole angles. Like I'm here. I'm there. I'm, I'm here. everywhere. I'm here to talk to everyone and to perform. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. At the same time, though, it's a very humble like position to be in, especially as an artist in the Twin Cities, because this day means so much to not only the community, but to artists, to fans, mm-hmm. and just the connection that it brings everyone together. Yep. So what's it mean going into this? Like, how are you looking at this? Well, like, I personally make it like my mission as an artist to try and give back as much as I can. And, you know, I realize that, like, not everyone has the funds to solve all the issues in our community and in the nation at this moment but that's not necessarily important as far as you um contributing your craft or whatever skill that you have so i understand that i may not be the most the most wealthiest person but i can at least donate my time and donate my skills so i try and do that as often as i can and anytime anyone has something related to the community or to kids or if if i can make it i'm certainly there so that's that's what day of dignity is for me is that you know i can participate in some way and not myself but in others and i hope that that comes off and not only in my music, but in my actions, but as well as on Saturday, too. Right. That we have a community of artists that are just as invested as people are in us, in our music. Yeah, and it's definitely, you think about it, and it's building that community and that just that social capital. Exactly. Instead of, you know, that's what really maybe matters. Absolutely. And, yeah, that's pretty much what the whole day is, too, like, essentially when you look at like how much is actually done as like arts like when you become an artist sometimes it gets kind of lost in like your own like ego of sorts yeah and be able to actually use that for self selfless means is a very powerful thing and a inspiring tool for more people to look at what you're doing and how they can apply into their own actions so. yep exactly and and like I was watching, is it like 20 Feet from Fame? I think it was the documentary about backup singers. And they were talking about how most backup singers don't have the ego, which, you know, you need the ego to even get on stage and to speak in front of people. But 
in order to for everyone to coexist in reality off the stage you know what i mean because it could kind of seem abstract on stage sometimes for you to step off stage and put the ego aside and to look around and be like all right you know at the end of the day i make art and i am egotistical about my art but it's also about other people like I want people to consume my music and that's also about me no matter how much I want to say I want to help other people people's consumption of my music helps me but I also want to give up my time to help people yeah mm-hmm. absolutely but at the same time that's a real ass doc I love that documentary I too I love that movie and so many people like recommended that to me and I kind of just slept on it like yeah 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 people recommend yeah. docs to me all the time yeah. and then like I watched it and I was like oh my god how did I not and like there were records in there that I knew but like to learn the background behind those records yeah. it was like oh wow and like you know you learn the history of um, how uh, artists would be putting records together and then they'll put another four men in front to Mm -hmm. perform them and then the person who actually sung it is like nowhere to be found never even got but that again was like that whole ego thing like they just wanted to sing but they didn't have the ego to say like no you're not gonna right the confidence to back it yeah everything be like no i wrote this yeah i can do this i sung this yeah like this is gonna be mine you're gonna put me in forefront so to see that i was like okay first it like helped me to check myself like okay when you act out it's not un- uncharacteristic because this is a common characteristic among um artists but at the same time like this is how you can um make people respect you especially mm-hmm. as a female because that whole documentary i think there was one male backup singer there but the rest of them were females mm-hmm. and black women at that so you eventually have to put your foot down and say like you're going to respect me you're going to respect my talent like that was what i got from the premise of that whole that whole documentary and it was amazing like i yeah i'm going to probably rewatch that yeah so for those that have not seen it Get on that Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Get on Netflix and watch that. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, at the same time, though, you know, talk about histories. Yo, let's run it back. Like, how'd you get into, like, this whole hip-hop shit? Because, you know, everyone's got their own story of getting into this and, like, starting up. And, mm-hmm. yeah, what's yours? Well, like, when I was younger, my dad's a pastor, so I was always, like, involved in music all the time. So when I was younger, I had a drum set and I had a piano and I had all of those things, but... So I would do that. And then when I got of like middle school age, I started writing poetry and I like got published as a kid in a, in a like poetry book. And then I was writing all the time, but it never occurred to me to like put the two together and like rap. And I would play around with my dad all the time. And we would like, you know, freestyle in the car over the radio or whatever. And then like after I graduated high school, um, Gordo's brother, James like it was right around the time like you could get a real microphone and hook it up to like your laptop yeah so we, it was actually like a memo mic like it wasn't a real microphone so we would put like a piece of tissue over the memo mic <laughs> <laughs> on a freaking like um is an ironing board and I remember one particular day we it was uh Gordo's sister was out of town he was house sitting so we're like, I want to say we're like 19 or whatever. So he calls everyone over and he's like, I'm house sitting. My sister's gone. Come through. So everybody comes through. <laughs> we have this memo mic. There's probably like six to eight of us. And it's like, 
Gordo, Nucky, me, his brother, James, and then homeboy, Ryan. And so, and then there was like my sister and then um, my other friend, Tanisha. So we're at the house and all five of us are in this room. We were cut the fan on for a particular time. We'll cut it off, put the <laughs> tissue over the mic. And we're just over every like industry beat from teach me how to Dougie, all this stuff. And so we did this like three weekends, like in a row. So by the time we knew we're doing this all night and we hadn't slept. And yeah. so we were like, hey, we should probably like stop playing. Yeah. So like the first thing that we did was the team, which all of that's garbage. So don't even go look for it. But <laughs> <laughs> it's all of us rapping. And like we we had that. That was like our first project where we like got together and we made some. Yeah. And then uh Gordo's brother and then Ryan joined the military and then Gordo's brother he's an entrepreneur now and then so it was me Gordo and Nucky and so we came off of the team mixtape and that was like I want to say this is all within like five six year time span of us doing this from right. high school on to now yeah and then so we did our own individual projects like two years after that and then we did Washington Park yeah, I remember that. Um, mm -hmm. The free lunch crew. That's like free lunch crew, like from the team to free lunch crew. And then, so now we're here. Like, that's like the short version of all that. Right. But, you know, you have like the getting out and doing shows and, you know, all yeah. the growth that happens between there. But that's like the short, long version of of how everything happened. And it was, it's been wild. Where did you guys, so you guys went to school together? Is that how yeah, you guys met Yeah, we up? went to school and um, we went to Richfield the school district so okay. we, middle school through high school and like me and nucky when we first got here we were both from shit like we came from chicago first okay and actually i moved all around the midwest so by the time i got to richfield like i was just thinking i wasn't going to be here very long because mm. all the other places i had been i wasn't there very long but i moved from chicago to here and like i, f I feel like they were like some of the first people that i met and like we just stuck through all the way through high school. Like I was one of those kids in high school that I had several sets of friends. So like I hung out with them on the weekend and we would go play basketball and we'd be at Washington Park. And then, so yeah, I've known them for a very, very long time. Like our family knows each other. Yeah. And like, mm. so we're like best, best, best friends. Yeah. That's what's up. Same time, just seeing that actually evolve into where you guys are all still like connected and actually doing shit to mm -hmm. this level now, it's fantastic to see. Yeah, like like we literally like grew up together and like we're still growing together, like yeah. as artists, and to see where we're all ending up at, like as an artist, is awesome. Because like I literally remember when none of us could literally rhyme, you know, like you can't even when when you're first starting and it's infant, like when you're an infant rhyming like yeah we would be laughing at each other and cracking jokes and like so to see like where we are now and like nucky just was on for uh he did the sway joint not that long ago for yeah. uh i think that was sound set and then gordo like doing all that he's doing and he he was just on 90 was it 90 96 go uh, 95 95 yeah, go yeah. shut up and rap and yeah. like oh, yeah that's right so like everyone's doing what they're doing it's like super awesome and then um to see the people that we met and like 
like Rich, like I think Gordo and Rich knew each other this whole time too, but it uh. never really connected. Like, okay, mm. so he's an old relationship that I just didn't know about, and then later on we hooked up with Rich, and he did all of Washington Park. I was like, gonna say, yeah. those Washington Park beats, they're they're like some left field shit. I think it really worked for you guys. Yeah, like when like Washington Park was similar format to how we worked when we were the team. Like when there was five of us, like. We literally sat in a room, Rich would do production, and we would just come up with hooks. Like, yeah. it was just that spare of the moment. And Rich's style is that of left field. Like, if you talk to Rich, Rich is like that. Yeah. Like, his production is, is very cohesive and it's something familiar, but you're like, this is kind of something yeah. in here weird, but it worked. It works. So, yeah, that's like, that's Rich. And it, that was awesome. Like, we literally, I feel like we did Washington Park and like, three weeks yeah yeah from getting the idea writing the songs we would all take our our beats and like whatever beat that we liked and we would record over it and then we would bounce them between each other in the yeah. room and that's how we worked so it's like the music that we made is like real representative of how we are as friends like when you see us in a room you don't understand what's happening, <laughs> but it somehow all makes sense. It's like a tornado, like yeah, and yeah. like make something cohesive. And you're like, I don't know if this is like if y'all don't like each other, if y'all like each other. Like we play so <laughs> much, like you yeah. don't even know. Like you see one person's head down, you see everybody else laughing, then you see like it's like, and that's how Washington Park comes out, like real childlike. You know, like you're roasting someone for 15 minutes. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's, how, that's how we work. Like, that's how it is. Like, that was stupid. And then we all laugh. And then, you know, <laughs> it's super fun, though. I, I, I like that, like, team atmosphere. Too. Yeah. And I will say that you guys all are roast master generals. So you can definitely <laughs> make sure people know what time it is. There was a song, Folgers, on there, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. Folgers, yeah. So, yeah, that was like the master of talking shit like <laughs> like that's us like you walk into the room like don't be uptight no. <laughs> just don't walk in uptight and everything will be fine it's so funny though we we like have too much fun where to the point like when we're out people will look at us like hey huh. like what's happening like we've been in rooms and we're so loud and we're like yelling and then we look around and everybody's cleared out of the room. We're like, now what in the hell? I'm like, oh. That's that Minnesota yeah. dumb yeah. shit. It's just like they can't handle it. It's yeah. like, ah, oh, shit, I'm we, next. Like, some, I forgot where we were, but we were like super loud and we were having a conversation. But it looked like we were arguing, but we really weren't. Uh, we were just talking. Yeah. And I'm laughing. And then someone looked at me and was like, no, 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 no. I was like, what? And then I looked around. <laughs> everyone left. I was like so oh fucking minnesota everyone doesn't want to get it they don't yeah. understand it. it's uh, like ah oh, shit yeah it's like what happened and and then we just started laughing and we left you well, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna take it to wherever you are <laughs> there you go have the traveling band like all right you can't really run from us we're here we're, we're here now. now and we got the richly sound in the back yes yeah. put it on yes exactly that yeah. that that's watch that's exactly washington park like it took a like i didn't even know how to explain it at first but that's exactly what that is it's like exactly like that like you said it was like weird and then but it works and yeah it's like talking shit on all levels and <laughs> cohesively like that's that's exactly what it is yeah and then um so I, we had that and then that was just coming off of um richard fields that i made in college so like yeah. all of that like somehow like it all when you hear all of us individually 
and then you hear us together, it makes sense. I think like, so. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. At the same time, though, you know, you guys are all like evolving, especially as artists and writers, mm -hmm. and you're putting it all to pen. You're, as you're saying, you've seen the growth and you continue to grow as a unit as well as individually. Mm -hmm. And, you know, from Washington Park onto the latest EP that you dropped, 8th on 18th. Yeah. Like, is, what was the like growth for that? Like, did you notice like working within like a refined aspect of Washington Park and then put it towards your own solo project? Like, well, did, yeah. It's like, so Washington Park, I think, was, is it almost like, a, it's like a year, two years ago now? Year and a half, I want to say. Yeah, year, like, yeah, year, year and a half or so. Yeah. So, like, actually, like, the way that I work, I've actually been working on, like, two projects since Richard Field. So, like, mm. I, can, I can do multiple things at a time. So, while we were working on Washington Park, I was already working on my project, Beggar's Bridge, which is, like, three years in the making now. Okay. Mm. So... I've been working on Beggar's Bridge for probably three years and 8th and 18th came about because I felt like it was just too long of a time span okay. between Richard Fields and then I have You Are Here and then 8th and 18th. Yeah. So You Are Here was like, okay, I need to show the transition between where you're going to hear from Richard Fields to Beggar's Bridge. But then I felt like that time period between you are here and Beggar's Bridge is too long. So I was like, 8th and 18th makes sense because I can do kind of like um, some something to do with consist consistency. Like I can make cohesive records, but I can also make records. Like I can just create. Yeah. So that was 8th and 18th. So actually 8th and 18th was like every 8th and 18th from... I think like April through up until July, I ate every eighth and 18th of the month, I released a new song. So I took some songs back because I kind of wanted to refine them. But that was like this whole summer, I just put out records and I just felt like I didn't want anyone to mistake that I wasn't working right. from mm -hmm. the time span that I didn't release Makes a cohesive sense. record. Yeah. yeah. So what's, uh, how's Beggar's Bridge going? Is that going to be some of the is it all new stuff or uh... all new stuff i have i have performed it so like if you want to hear what it sounds like you can come to the shows and hear what those what that would sound like but i've released like three so i did uh commerce weight and asphalt and then weight and asphalt was done by richly mm -hmm. so those two are out just to give a taste of like what you can expect from Bayer's Bridge. But the more I work on it, the more grand <laughs> with my ideas I get because it's been so long. So I'm like, well, if I'm making myself wait to put it out and I'm making other people wait to listen to it, then I should be able to execute with that same yeah. intensity that I worked on it. Mm -hmm. So from promotion to the instrumentals to my delivery i just wanted to be like oh shit this is why we waited yeah you don't want to go but look back on it and be like oh man if i only would have done that yeah uh, mm -hmm. yeah exactly you so, don't want to sacrifice sacrifices yeah no sacrifices and and like no compromises either because i feel like whenever again it goes to that movie you compromise with people artistically just so you can get shit done yeah but i refuse to do that now 
like the ego has taken full form and, I, <laughs> and you know i have to do what i have to do so i can get things done yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially with the success that Gordo's got, Nucky's got, you know, everyone's looking like, all right, you are next in line. Mm-hmm. What do you got out the gate? Because yeah. everyone knows you got bars. You can do your thing. Yeah. You can turn up. What do you, what's everyone waiting on? Like, yeah. this is some like heavy level shit. So, yeah. So I, I do want to come through on that. And then while everyone's waiting, just make sure that you understand who I am before that drops as well. Cause that, almost has more to do with um, the delivery of the project more so than the project because if you understand who I am and you understand what I'm trying to accomplish, you're more likely to stick with it than if I just dropped it out of the blue yeah, sky. that's very right. true. You know? I know. But with that being said, what's the percentage of done in your eyes at this present moment? Because everyone will never say it's done until that one moment. Like, <laughs> all right, we're good. I can't look at this anymore. Yeah. Or this is it. And have that whole like Kanye moments. Like it's pristine. It's magical. Put it out. People are going to love it. Yeah, like, what's I, the percentage? I think we're like 75% done. All right. Okay. So we're over halfway there. And again, like I've been working on this. I'm not joking. Two years, like before Washington Park. Yeah. This was there. This was done. Like I have all the tracks done. I have like written wise they're done. It's just about putting that finished touch on there. Yep. To, to so that nothing is missed. Right. And like I'm all for um people putting their critiques on there, but not critiques as far as the quality of it. Like that I don't want to be mistaken. Yeah, and you don't like, want like the production or like the mix yeah, to distract from your exactly your message and especially when i worked on it so hard and the message that i hope everyone gets from it. yeah and the message that i hope everyone gets from it is exactly why i'm doing like day of dignity and open street broadway and all those other things that i'm the the communal things that i've been doing too yeah mm-hmm. so and you know talking about the message there it was also very dope uh, a couple months back that you actually chopped it up with my Dukes. Really just kind of finding yeah. out, like, can you get the stamp of approval on this? And she said, you know, very much hyping you up. So yeah. what was the interaction there? Like, how'd you get that shit? Because that's, that's legendary. Yeah, that was wild. It was like, uh, uh, I was talking to Reyes and... He was like, well, I'm doing uh, Dilla Day. And I'm like, shit, I love Dilla. Who does it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then we, I just did Dilla Day. And then I just, I like, I wish I could say that there was an extensive conversation. <laughs> but I'm not going to front. I was low-key starstruck. Like, I just didn't I know just, what to say. <laughs> yeah. And I, like, I'm never one of those people that, it seems like I have all the wor- words now. But in the moment, I'm like, <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> like right? Like, yeah. Like was, she made Dilla. Yeah, she, she made Dilla. She and holds Dilla all Dilla's there, there too. Yeah. So his yeah. brother was there too. So it was like the whole time, I'm just starstruck. Like, and I've done like, like I opened up for Kelly Price. I opened up for Twista. Like I've done stuff before. So, but that was just like I'm just looking over like all my favorite records that I love were yeah. from. Yeah. Jay. So like yeah. it was just like 
in the moment like how i'm speechless right now that's exactly what it was like thank you and i just kind of like squirmed out of there my sister's like what are you doing i'm like i don't fucking know let's just get in the car like i was like did it was so overwhelmed with the situation like just completely overwhelmed that i just didn't even there wasn't like an extensive conversation i just thanked her got her autograph i got illa's autograph on a um dilla record and that was that's what happened i was like starstruck (laughs) you know what was the dilla record if i might ask uh oh shit it's like a it's a dusty one i don't even remember it's super dusty all right, just instrumentals, him rapping. Yeah, it was instrumentals. All right. Yeah. So it's not donuts or nothing like that. No, it wasn't donuts. It was like I think it's like something before that. Like Slum Village EP or instrumentals or something. No, shit. it wasn't even that. Like this one got it has uh, uh what's Tina Turn Ike Turn on the back, mm. and I forgot the name of this record. Yeah. I still got it though. Anyone listen? Hit us up. We'll, yeah. We'll, let we'll us know which you. one that one is. Yeah. This is your trivia for the week. Da 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 da. <laughs> but yeah that's what's up because yeah my dukes yeah come on that's exactly legendary. and then like she did like a reading of the book oh. and like of his life and so like i'm just like just fanning out of her as a woman like raising him and right. then knowing all the way up to the end like this man worked he worked like you still hear jay dilla instrumentals that no one has ever heard yeah. before mm-hmm. those tapes that they he, found in the like a storage locker yeah yes. the storage locker yes yeah. yes so like this man worked all the way up until the end and like she just she she had lots of children actually too like he had lots of brothers and sisters oh, word. yeah so like finding out her history his history and then like you know I'm like an info geek. Like I like just absorbing information in general. So I'm just digesting the day and then I'm digesting all this information and then I'm meeting her and I was just like, Oh God, I got to get out of here. I got to like, I was just squirming and itching to just like digest the day. But I I couldn't even really live in the moment because I I'm in my mind all the time. But yeah, that was, that's up there with one of my top moments from doing this. This yeah. and like the Kelly Price and the Twister Show. That's like top of the top yeah. for me right now. Okay, understandable for all those. Oh yeah. At the same time. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know if I could actually like look at my Dukes. Like I don't think I think I just like have like the bowed head rever- reserve like. If you have a Jay Dilla beat, I'd like to have a Jay Dilla beat. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't really rap like that, but I'd love to have a Jay Dilla beat like that. So thank you. Have a, good, have a great day, madam. I couldn't even work up to ask for a freaking autograph. Like, my sister was like, get an autograph. And I was like, you just walked in. We're like low-key arguing. Like, you just walked in. You don't even know what's happening. Yeah. And she's like, what are you talking about? She's like telling me like put your merch down and she's telling me she's like walking me literally walking me through all of this stuff to do that I normally have the bounds to do but that day I just didn't like right you're out it, of pocket and you yeah just feel like, oh shit I, I got mean, I got step this up real quick I gotta go zero to like 90, yeah like and now. and the like literally the whole day is like 
glowing and it was cold as hell that day but everything was so bright i don't even understand why that was a thing either like everything just seemed so bright and then i'm just overwhelmed and uh, <laughs> it was like wild and i only did like two two songs and it was like fine on stage i was fine but then like talking it was just like it it just didn't have any words which i'm pretty sure that won't be the first or the last time something weird i do some weird shit <laughs> never stops dude. yeah I mean, exactly like, you're, there's gonna be more bigger and bigger people as you go on yeah. go forward especially with how the twin cities is growing like yeah. everyone's gonna encounter more of these moments where we're just like yeah i remember you from when i was this tall now <laughs> here we are and with this position and yeah. i still ain't shit so yeah. i'm gonna go out back and if you want to come find me and like put me on some game i'm with it but right now wow. i feel like if it was anyone else i think i'd have been all right but just because it was like she made the man right, right. Now, she's the creator of the creator yeah like and that's continues how you have on to talk his legacy about. yeah exactly like, she didn't stop nowhere she's no. like no she could easily have just let it like in let the past it fade away grow. Yeah. no she actually has made sure that dilla's name continues yeah. to ring out and like the people hear the yes. music and illa j still continues to make music exactly. as a continuation upon what he's done and his influence yes. on him at the same time keep it in the family but no it's the, she is the creator of the creators like that's what that's how i looked at it as so when i probably could have like actually got some like i met the creator of the creator that's how it was in my mind so i was yeah. just like i just didn't have <laughs> i didn't have anything to say i was just like okay this is happening <laughs> not like and then i just hightail it out but it was dope like looking back at it looking back at the footage i was like oh shit because like on stage you can't even i couldn't even dissect how the room was feeling or anything like so i was just like had to ask i was like what how was that like what happened and <laughs> my sister was like no it was good and yeah. then biggs was like no you did fine like what are you doing and i was like okay 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 like but at the same time it's just that nerve-wracking to feel like oh god this yeah. is one of those moments they can really look at me yeah it's like like you know, I feel like anytime that I'm on stage, sometimes it's just hard to read the room. Some, sometimes, sometimes you can, it's honest, you could read the vibes. And, right. But sometimes mm -hmm. you're in one of those spaces where it's just like, probably when it's like your vibes are doing something else that it's hard to read the room. So then that was one of those days too. It was just like hard to read the vibes. I'm overwhelmed. I'm meeting the creator of the creator and of the shit that I like. And, but it was dope as hell like top moment for real i believe it at the same time top you know talk about reading the vibes and like the rooms and everything because you've been on a lot of different shows like you've mm -hmm. been at shows that people fucking jump you already know it's a time it's a situation mm -hmm. and you've been to shows where you know it's a minnesota shit where everyone's crossed arms mm -hmm. looking at like a bony of air show like okay <laughs> this is dope this is really awesome yeah. but i can't really show any emotion or give any energy mm -hmm. back i just want to look at them dead in the face right so with that being said, you know, Minnesota and the Twin Cities is an evolving spot right now. And you are definitely connected in a lot of different ways. And you've seen a lot of people's growth every which way, not only your own team, mm -hmm. but just everyone out here. So mm -hmm. what's your what's your thoughts on the current state of the, everyone out here? Like everything. No, like we definitely got like some amazing, like amazing talent. And it's like, again, like. I feel like I'm a part of like a renaissance era in a mm. sense where like <clears throat> everyone is so talented that you can't even pinpoint 
where the explosion happened it's kind of like the big bang theory like yeah. you know it's like it happened and you're like you're a part of it and i don't see that this would end for the twin cities it's like the big bang like you start to form you know the center you start to form water you start mm -hmm. to form earth you know that's yeah. how i feel like that's where we are right now and I'm proud that we even have outlets because like I talk to other people, not just from Minneapolis, but Chicago and like all over the Midwest. And I've talked to people in Florida. I've talked to people in uh, Arkansas and like they're saying like some of them are trying to come here because they see that there are outlets like some people have even a hard time booking themselves at a show like we take that for granted like we get irritated when someone doesn't get back to us but you have to understand there's some places that they never they don't have they're not even interested yeah you know you need to have a manager in order to like even have the conversation like if you represent yourself they're just like yeah 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 why don't you stay over in soundcloud right be good yeah exactly like they don't even they're not even blinking at the thought so like i feel like here we have infinite possibilities and i think that as long as everybody stays cohesive and like keep conflict to a minimum, I don't I don't see why that this wouldn't be a Midwest hub like Detroit was for yeah you know like Motown like I don't mm -hmm. understand why that wouldn't be us here or you know because Chicago has their scene but they've been had a scene like yeah you look back to the nineties they had they had Common Do or Die exactly uh, Twister. Man. they had they had everyone the brats from there like Hell yeah. you know so like you think about chicago has always been chicago but you don't have that smaller market where you know that voice is being heard because chicago might as well be like a new york or la like that's Pretty a much. huge yeah. metropolitan yeah. city but like a detroit is a smaller more you know everyone knew everyone like mm -hmm. you you listen back to the history of that everyone knew Smokey robinson yeah you know he wasn't like he was a huge star but it wasn't like he didn't live around a corner from people and no yeah. one knew who he was like that's minnesota like i feel like everyone knows everyone here and you're you have the opportunity to show your personality and to show your art in an untainted way versus where you feel untouchable in a bigger market you know what i mean yeah so i think if we could keep that and to create and establish a sound and i know that people say like that's impossible to do nowadays but it really isn't mm -hmm. and to stick to your sound i don't understand why we wouldn't be a major hub for hip-hop and we kind of already are right you know absolutely but would you say that we have our own like citywide sound because you know like everyone wants to like put like one pinpoint on shit like you go down to houston or anywhere in the south like you have a certain like screw down effect mm -hmm. west coast you got that laid back kind of like g-funk vibe mm -hmm. like minneapolis is one of those spots that you can never really pinpoint what is the sound like mm -hmm. outside of like atmosphere yeah and they're like emo shit but <laughs> yeah would you say that we are starting to develop something at this point i feel like that would uh, the sound only happened once we utilize the tools that we have here. Okay. So, um, like we have several producers here, utilize those producers. You have several artists here, utilize those artists and not look to leave. Right. Which mm -hmm. would be the easiest thing to do. Yeah. I think that you should create your sound home and then leave. That's, that's how I feel about it. Like you can't create a sound 
when you're going to get your sounds from somewhere else. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So we have several producers here. We have several artists here. We have several venues here. And then you have a distribution center, which is the internet. Yeah. So you don't have to ask anyone for anything Mm -mm. if you utilize the tools that you have at home and then leave. Yeah. I was thinking about that earlier. It was like, we've kind of in a lot of ways a lot of the venues around here we've done away with promoters and we're it's the artists straight mm-hmm. booking the shows here yeah. i think that's really yeah. great and we're, like i've dealt with promoters as well but like i feel like uh, that's another thing if anything that's my gripe is that no one plays their role i guess which is like now you have artists that are booking agents they yeah. are promoters they are artists they are you know they get their own funds they're their own manager mm-hmm. but you don't have a manager mm-hmm. you don't have a promoter you don't have a booking agent like there and it's a great thing but it's also a bad it's a thing. detriment like yeah. we were saying earlier is like you don't got beyonce's hours because yeah it, mm-hmm. exactly you don't yeah. have beyonce's hours and you don't have like like we like to talk about like no gatekeepers but then at the same time they serve a somewhat of a purpose to an extent yeah, yeah, to an extent. And then also, like, for uh, positions that are absolutely needed, such as promoters. Yeah. Because I've gone to shows where there was a ton of people there. There was, mm-hmm. like, 50, 60, 70 people there, and there it was a decent amount. But I've also been to shows where I'm the only person in there. Yeah. And I'm performing in front of no one. But that's when you need a promoter. Right. right. But promoters have to be promoters. They can't be artists, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So as long as people take their position and play their position and utilize the tools that we have here, I don't see why there wouldn't be a hub for hip hop in the Midwest and even nationally because we have the tools to do that as well. Because, I, I mean, you look at like Atlanta, they use Atlanta producers. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. use Atlanta artists. They use their um, scene to promote that which would promote their music which was the strip club scene right like so they use everything at home and then they made their sound global but if you're in your city and you're taking a sound from one area and you're taking you have to merge your sound with the sound from another area and then somehow market it at home I don't understand why you think that that would work right right you know at the same time it can work sometimes when you look at like uh, the Carter 2 from Lil Wayne like you didn't have like everyone in like uh, the cash money like roster as far as producers like he was reaching out and finding like other people's like sounds and then bringing it back with his own twist yeah but, but that was same, Carter 2 that was Carter yeah, 2 yeah, <laughs> but we ain't talking yeah. about Carter 3 yeah, or Carter 1 yeah we're or, talking about yeah. like that's Carter 2 after he already had Carter 1 and he was already cash money for almost 10 years at that point right like you was, need to switch it up a little yeah, bit yeah exactly but he was when you're building yeah. yeah so like when you're building it they yeah. were all the way New Orleans like mm-hmm. they were essentially brought bounce music to the national scene like hell yeah you know what I mean yeah. so like that was their sound I, there was a last person that I can cl- that I can say that took a little bit of a different sound from a place that they weren't from was a uh, what's his name ASAP Rocky mm. good point that was the last person I think to do that but he still sound like Harlem yep mm-hmm. you know kept it there exactly he got the vibe he got it down he just happened to like he took he some of the some, Texan 
swing on it. Yeah, right. just created a Harlem Texas swing. Right, and exactly. And just reinvented it within his own means. Yeah, because if you if you listen to ASAP Rocky, I don't understand why you wouldn't hear Mace. True, very and true. And he's from Harlem. Yeah. So Is he still rapping, by the way? Mace? I think so. I think he was on the Bad Boy reunion, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know what else he, he had doing. one song I think and it didn't do so hot but then he did the Bad Boy reunion tour okay and he still sounds like Mace to me so that means he's still working <laughs> yeah either that or else he's still preaching yeah so whatever he's doing it like you know I, I'm not I'm all for people making you know making their way however they make it yeah yeah well, with that being said, is there anything that uh, anything of yours that you want to you know write out and show the people for for the end of the interview? Mm. <laughs> well, just expect. Oh, well, first of all, go to Dave Dignity. Like, yeah, first off, make yeah, make sure that you're eleven there. to five. Eleven to five. You got to get up a little early. Yeah, get up a little early. We'll see. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> do what I can. I'll sleep outside if I have to. <laughs> and um, if you can donate any clothing. Um, if you can donate your time, that would be awesome and give back to your community. Um, other than that, I think um, look out for Beggar's Bridge and more 8th and 18th and um, any free lunch crew member. Look for their projects as well. And yeah, I think that's pretty much pretty much it. All right. That's what's up. Yeah. Well, thanks for stopping by. No problem. Yeah, thank you for having me. Exactly, are you waiting for? I've been waiting for time, my time. Don't take it, just roll me all What exactly are you waiting for? Holy moly, holy childish banter with the time. All I need is cash for me to get this cash. And if I had some cash, I'd be in the latest fad. And once I look the part, y'all gon' let me start. So please give me this cash so I can get this fad. So I can look the part and I can get my start And once I get my start, I'm gonna need some skates So I can make it eight and flip it sideways And make it infinite, and make it infinite, alright What exactly are you waiting for? I've been waiting for time, my time, don't take it, just roll me all What exactly are you waiting for? What exactly are you waiting for? I've been waiting for time, my time, don't take it, just roll the oil. What exactly are you waiting for? Roly, 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 child, banter with the time. Boy. All I need is a milli, that's Olaf Bubba, who's chilly. Told you I was frozen, y'all some scrubs, usher and chilly. All I need is the Benjis, this is no uh, movie. Though I am the ice cube and your sugar and your icy, justifying my thug. Maybe I can get like Jay Z. Red lemonade is better with a billion of your estate. Damn, why ain't living up this way? I pray for a red light every day. Why can't I shine like every day? Why they shoot us like every day? Wait, wait.
This is the spot where we put you on game, Lake Views. And of course, salute to Yana. Yeah, like, man, that one's a joint. What's that shit called again? That one is called Wait. Production by Rich Lee. With that Rich Lee sound. Yeah. Of course, shout out to her. Shout out to Rich Lee. Shout out to the whole free lunch crew. You know, Ray Gordo, Nucky. Get familiar. In fact, Nucky dropped a hell of a remix or freestyle to the race beat which everyone seems to be hopping on but no one can really do it like nucky do it so salute to him and the whole crew so yeah you know as you were saying you uh in there you wanted to talk about how minneapolis doesn't have a sound yeah i just uh i think i really enjoyed um like i guess we've sort of thought about that in the past and i really enjoyed what yana had to say about it i think she had some good points I agree and disagree at the same time. It's like it's good to have a regional sound, like a signifier sound through the city. Yeah. But that also cheapens the originality and creativity that comes from it, because then uh, the way that I look at it from someone outside of those cities, like when I was coming up and listening to the Chopped and Screwed uh, explosion that was coming up with Swisher House, you know, the Mike Jones, the Paul Wall, the Slim Thug. Right. Everyone was like trying to run with that same kind of chopped and screwed, like turned down, like vibe. And then the same thing happened to Atlanta when they had the Laffy Taffy, uh, fucking Soldier Boy era. Everyone's kind of making the same shit. And it's just like, it's easier for record labels to promote a certain sound than an actual artist. So that's when you have like more established acts start jumping onto the same craze, that same wave, and then it just kind of loses perspective and a certain flavor at a certain point, which I love about Minneapolis because in St. Paul and the whole state is we have so many styles, so many ways of expressing ourselves that you can't box us in like that. Like we've already been through that with the Minneapolis sound of the Prince era where everyone was trying to get on that shit. Even Bruno Mars took that shit, ran with it, and didn't give no props to us. Yeah, that's so, true. Well, he's done that to like a, basically anything that Bruno Mars has made has been a copy of something else. Well, to an extent, yeah, because he did come up as a, a singer impersonator doing Elvis impersonations and shit. But the point of the matter is when you have a sound that is something new and advanced, it is a blessing and a curse. For one, it gets people looking at you. Like when the drill scene exploded in Chicago, it's good to have people like get it noticed and recognition. We wouldn't know about G Herbo if it wasn't for that drill scene. We wouldn't know about, you know, some of these cats coming out of that whole thing, you know. Right. With that being said, you know there's going to be cats that are going to try to run with that shit. You know, there's someone in LA that heard that shit and said, you know what, I can try to copy Chief Keef. I can try to get his whole sound and replicate it on my own. It's like that Cardi B thing saying, I can body your flow better than you can do it. It's right. like, 
I don't know, where's the innovation? Where's the props to the creators on that shit? And when it comes to Minnesota sound or Twin City sound, I don't want to embrace it just yet because we are kind of the amalgamation of everyone else's sounds that we're still trying That's to... That's what I was going to say too. It's like I really wouldn't know what our sound would end up being because right. we have so many different sounds around here. Yeah, but the problem with that too is we also take so much from other regions and develop them within our own because in a lot of aspects, Minneapolis and Chicago share a lot of the same you know, histories and backstories. In fact, you have a lot of transplants coming from both sides. Right. And so you're going to have a little bit more Chicago influence. Like, you know, there was that little bit of a time where the Kanye West soul sample was major out here. And that was a couple of years after the whole explosion. So you're hearing like, you know, Ant really just getting into the whole soul sample thing. And everyone's like, wow. And then everyone starts doing soul samples. And then after the whole trap explosion, there was that little bit of lag. And now we're starting to find our own like beats and ways to innovate and produce. Yeah. But at the same time, I know as far as we are progressing, especially within, you know, recent memory, just the moves and the, I want to say advancements creatively through our DIY style of production, making music and just rapping and everything. I'm seeing that there is something that's forming because everyone's going to start being influenced by everyone else. But at what point is that going to become the sound? And when is the money just going to come in and swoop in and just take it from us without giving anything back, you know? Yeah. I don't know when that will be, though. Uh, It's sooner rather than later. When you have Alan Kingdom writing for Kanye West. That's true. It's near at hand. When you have Bobby Raps working with Kendrick Lamar and The Weeknd, right. it's near at hand. Like, There's some things that are happening that we don't even know about just yet, but we know it's in motion. We know with the Super Bowl coming up, there's going to be a lot of heads, a lot of money, a lot of uh, you know, industry heads going to be out here with their ears open. That's true. I haven't even thought about the, well, I haven't thought about the Super Bowl that much at the moment. Okay. But yeah, that's very true. So, I don't know. I'm indifferent to the whole idea of a regional sound, but at the same time, we are creating something that is forward-thinking and progressive and like nowhere else, especially within a community as dense and as, you know, do-it-yourself as the Twin Cities, which it always has been. But right now, it's at a point where the industry is starting to notice that, all right, what's the new trend? We need something to pitch. Because, you know, trap is starting to become played out, you know, Soul is starting to find a new lane through Childish Gambino, Tyler, the creator, all this shit. So what's next? And I feel like Minneapolis, we know. There's a bunch of stuff here that could be looked at as the next thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's already being seen. You're having a couple dudes walk through the door, get their checks right now. But it's all a matter of time before big money gets involved and kind of poaches and vultures its way through, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Food for thought. Definitely. Well, until then. Yeah. I guess we can be here and enjoy this. Yeah. Get out there and celebrate as much as you can. Enjoy the rise right now because you could be a part of, you know, the stardom when everyone crosses the finish line, hands are clapping, you know, high five and like, yay, you did it. I was there the whole time. And it's like, nah, the real joy is in the process. 
you you don't watch the Rocky moment at the end of it. You watch the whole fucking movie. Yeah. So I'm saying put it forward. And it's the montage getting to the point. That's what really matters. Montage. <laughs> Is that Team America? Uh, Yeah, South Park. Yeah. And I, man, I, I can't stand South Park anymore. Uh, I don't watch it anymore either. But I hear but good things. But I don't things. have an opinion on it at the moment. Yeah. I don't but know. I remember fucking Team America. That shit was hilarious. Oh, that was brilliant. Noticing that at like three in the morning in high school. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, all right, let's let's watch this puppet shit. And Hold just on like, here. Yeah. Are these puppets fucking? <laughs> Hell yeah, they are. Get it. Every position. <laughs> what do yeah. you want to do now? I guess from puppet fucking, we should just talk about... Uh, wow, that was... Let's come full circle on that, I guess. Um, no, let's talk about uh, what we have to look forward to because, you know, Day Dignity's tomorrow. There's a yeah. lot of things happening throughout the city. Denzel Curry, show me the body tomorrow night. You're going yeah. to Raekwon tonight. Tonight. Man, I'm geeked. Wu-Tang Clan's own. The chef will be in the building Amsterdam Bar and Hall tonight. And, you know, since Ray is one of those figures that defies era it really is just an icon and has managed to maintain his status as one of the best mcs best storytellers and most grittiest like characters throughout hip-hop history right doesn't you don't still doing it to this day yeah you can't you can't put him in a box be like all right his era was this like nah ray continues to innovate and keep himself relevant in fact i'd say the wild is the best raekwon album since fucking uh, only built for Cuban Links 2, which is not that old, but at the same time, it reestablished and reasserted himself as a relevant right. elder within the culture. So salute to him, even if he did a track with G-Eazy. But <laughs> he also did a track with a couple local favorites, and this one just goes to prove it. For those that don't know, uh, BK1 and Benzilla did an entire Brazilian-themed project back in the day called Radio do Canabal, which is a great blend of like a lot of flavors, a lot of stories, and some of your favorite MCs on there. You got a lot of local heads, including POS, Slug, Toki Wright, the whole Ramsayer crew on there, Brother Ali. You also have cats like Scarface, Black Thought, man... Fonte, like it's heavy hitters, but this one in particular, you already know what it is. This track right here is with the legendary Raekwon of the Wu-Tang Clan, and you also have the legendary I Self Divine of the Micronauts. So, man, man if you I forgot... would have loved to be in that studio. I'm saying. Just a fly on the wall, that's all I really would have wanted to be. I was going to say, that's that's an OG conversation right there. But this track right here, man, let's let's kick the truth. This is BK1, Benzilla, I Self Divine, and Raekwon with True and Living. Getting it in right here. Lake Lake views. views.
Yo, the true and living more money long as it's all given. Yeah, the harder they come, we shoot at all ninjas. The raw business, how do we score? Play the hole, that's straight current. Prostitute crack like whole women. Yeah, I said it, I meant it. Lens tinted, rims spinning. This is why I'm in it for Ferraris and big Benzes. The watch spinners every fucking block hit a cop in it. Let these niggas know off top. Fuck bitches, carry mad coke in the club, get it Polo shit fitted, Joe choking, my flow hit it That's the limit, we in it Big boys been crafted image Make a nigga strip to the ground, finish Can't nothing handle my vandals Challenging all Rambos Get you for your hand and camos Your man goes, try to be a hero It ain't nothing but a sandwich Eat your hand and head off, stand posing The true and living, colorful, vivid Make a sound, here, self-envision We escape prisons we bout that business, the true and the living, we colorful, vivid, make a sound here, self-envision, we bout that business, the true and living, crown ruler exquisite, move for the smooth tight vengeance and driven, Christ risen, through the insights of night vision, bring light where it's light missing, represent hoods inflicted with no sights of resurrection, armed hostage, police state in deep recession, Feel general, born in the tenements Hard to relax, was raised for black militants Crack diligent, max back can pillaging Whole villages, off point is delivering Street strategist, b-boy vandalist D-face, face to the face on the cannabis Renegade spirit when I unveil you all feel it Like an iron skillet, while defying physics Never die in prison, fly like the sky's the limit Never timid, free like the word forgiven The true and living, colorful, vivid Make a sound, hear self-envision We escape prisons We bout that business The true and the living We colorful, vivid Make a sound, hear self-envision We bout that business Talking that shit, but they sound distorted, baby. These suckers be talking about money, but they sound distorted, baby. I hop in the form, baby. You wanna ride? Now I'm in your organs, baby. Quit telling me stories, baby. Look at these bands, know they look gorgeous, baby. My bands on the swords, baby. This shit too big, I can't even fold it, baby. You sick in the floor, baby. You with the shits, and you gotta show me, baby. My diamonds be glowing, baby. All these diamonds look boring, baby. I'm blowing this mortgage, baby. Hoes wanna put me a mori, baby. I swear they don't know me, baby. Call up Ray, he got the 40, baby. They say that I'm going. Tell them all to stop snoring, baby I be, I be ballin', feelin' like Jordan, baby Give me the ball if I shoot it, you know that I'm scoring, baby 
up running the bands, I feel like I'm forced, baby. I'm stacking it, stacking it, stacking it till it's enormous, baby. I be, I be balling, feeling like Jordan, baby. Give me the ball if I shoot it, you know that I'm scoring, baby. I'm running up, running the bands, I feel like I'm forced, baby. I'm stacking it, stacking it, stacking it till it's enormous, baby. I been on my grind, I been going crazy. Try to take what's mine, I ain't going, baby. These haters be talking that shit, but they do not know me, baby. These suckers be talking that money, but they sound distorted, baby. I hop in the front. She love the swag, she love the fact that I'm foreign. Fucking these hoes in America, ayy. I got a pussy hysteria, ayy. Killing these rappers and burying. Love with the money, I married it. Rising above all the barriers. Said I couldn't wear here I am. Hotter than lava, lava. Getting it cause I got it. Pussy, I will. Hitting it, hitting it like pinatas. And I got bears, Nirvana. Coldplay, green, they all that. Amanda Bynes, I'm all that. Holding on there like Jordan, yeah. I be, I be balling, feeling like Jordan, baby. Me the ball if I shoot it, you know that I'm scoring, baby. I'm running up, running the bands, I feel like I'm forced, baby. I'm stacking it, stacking it, stacking it till it's enormous, baby. I be, I be balling, feeling like Jordan, baby. Give me the ball if I shoot it, you know that I'm scoring, baby. I'm running up, running the bands, I feel like I'm forced, baby. I'm stacking it, stacking it, stacking it till it's enormous, baby. Now lace your skates, embrace your grace, respect your fate, and face the truth. Country soaked, power and vote, black provoked, lost a soul in Charlotte Rose. Bitch, I'm no one, it's one on one. Touch my son, my kinna cousins, lose or lose. I'm just a soul, I burn the mold, I kept the old, I raised the young, I buried both. I met the road that made a cross, I flipped the coin, I paid the cost, I'm over lost, overlord, royal boss, visions of a holocaust, falling off and showing you an awful lot. Off the top, or written while I'm off a lot, I pop the screen, I'm sick of through an iron lock. I'm full of joy and some rage Destined to burn up some sage Work with a mage Rebuild my palace with posture And people who foster these skills To escape from a cage Unleash my beast off his leash As I lucidly dream for the sight Of some screens of the worthy Work for the work of the searching They work to hurt me But never come close Yo. That was hot
That was that <laughs> was hot. Yeah, it was Aaron hot. Nish, Jay so creative, Mister Bathwater. Man, that's that onk. Onk. Is that I, how you say it? I think so. Yeah. Like I'm not exactly good with my words today, so. Huh. Hey, shout out to them. They're doing big things, and yeah, Jayso actually just dropped a new track yesterday too. So yeah. yeah, you might be hearing that next week as well. But of course, don't sleep on any of them. They're all working on the low, and they're about to. Make sure you know high key real quick. And before that, we also had to kick it out to St. Paul for a double dose of representers out there. You got Lockham Chum and Casanova. What was that one? That was Baby Williams. Baby, baby. Yeah. And started all off. You have, man, a grip load of legends on that track. Totally. I'm pretty sure you can just solidify that in Minnesota's like <coughs> hip hop history museum. Like the whole project sure. in particular. Like, yeah. I feel like it's just so left field from what everyone else is doing, but at the same time, it's so culturally like explosive. So, hey, shout out to BK1, shout out to Benzo. If you haven't heard Radio Ducana Ball, go and find that shit. It is lovely because oh, yeah. that track right there, True and Living, Raekwon of the Wu Tang Clan, and I Self Divine. If you don't know I Self out here, I'm gonna smack the taste out of your mouth for real. And also BK1, he's still doing stuff. Uh, Bones and Beaker. Yeah, group, and then he's also uh, the program director for Southside Radio, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, that's coming off the ground right now. They're uh, streaming on the web for sure. Yeah, they're doing good shit. Southside Media Project. Yeah, just tune in. There's always some good stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, fuck. I Let's guess that's pretty much it for another week. I don't know what you need to do, but you know, with everything, in light of everything that's happening, so much like bullshit happening about with death senseless destruction and terror and i don't know it's becoming more of a 2017 problem every day but at the same time we can't lose sight of what is actually happening and just kind of get lost in apathy so i don't know just be good to yourself be good to others and you know just do do what you need to do to keep your spirits up yeah and until then um well our next podcast is not i don't know when our next podcast will be Probably next week. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be on vacation. Remember? Yeah. But It'll we'll be next still week. do something next week, though. Yeah, we got some, we we got some big names. We have at the beginning of the week, so. We got some big names this next week, I'll tell yeah, you that. That's right. So, tune in for that. In the meantime, though, get ready. We got three heavy-handed tracks. It's going to really just rock with you. You good? Yeah, sorry. I, I leaned on the mic stand just too much so that it fell. I just imagine you in concert right there, just getting right close and personal, like, yeah. ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it's like, wow, he hit those notes perfectly on the way down. Uh, this is what our podcast reduced to. Take note for trivia. <laughs> but, yo, we got three banging tracks for you to really get to know and really appreciate because, you know, there's so much that came out, but these are three that you need to know about. So, in this mix, we got new music from Izel Pyramid off his long awaited EP. Priest work. Craft. Pre, pre, yeah, priest work. Priest work. Yes, craft. you're right. I was going to say, I always want to say craft work when I look at his fucking title. It's just like, <laughs> this is not right. You've been priest. programmed and conditioned into this shit. Priestcraft. Yeah, we literally talked about that. And it yeah. always bugs me out. But hey, if you haven't heard that project. Dude, it's some stuff. Yeah, it's it's definitely some next wave shit. So. Yeah, this song that we're going to play is called Running. Uh, also, check out the song White... White flag? White flag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, Soul Now is a nice little upbeat joint. So, well, <coughs> as upbeat as it gets. 
And then also in this mix, we got some new music from uh, Prince Cray, who dropped a yeah. great EP the other week called Just Watch. It's That's called stuff. Yeah, In a Minute, which is one of the realest bars you're going to hear in a long time. So I'm just saying everyone that knows about Prince Cray knows that you need to know about Prince Cray. So if you don't know, this is your in. So, you know, find out about him sooner rather than later. But this next track here, we actually gave it the premiere over last weekend. And I have to admit, even to this date, it has not really got lost on me. So I know it's going to be addicting. It's going to be super dope. And just so you know, man, don't sleep on Graceland. This kid is... He's got something to say. He's got a future ahead of him. So let's let's just get into it together and chop it up. Yeah. This yeah. is called uh, Coca. Coca. Right here, right now. Lake Views. Peace out. Yeah. Yeah. Scrace. 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 What's up? It's a dream about them white bricks. Yeah. Hey, bitch, I used to dream about them white bricks. I'm picky with my choices. I don't like shit. Before me getting shit, I used to swipe shit Boy, don't fuck up, you gon' end up in a crisis Life crisis, midlife crisis Marching with that big wop like he was a Pisces He wanna be like me, oops, he ain't like me Say his music hot as fuck, nope, I ain't like it He be sound biting, he be swag surfing Come to me with bullshit, reject like I'm jerking I don't know this little hoe, but for me she get it twerking Hop up on the mic and like a blunt, bitch I burns it Hop up in the whip and like McConan, bitch I'm swerving These goofies, they ain't learn shit, but mistakes make you perfect Be that nigga silly, just like Squidward, silly perfect Beat that pussy up, got that shit wet, like she squirting I don't wanna be the nigga, I can't even see the nigga Boy don't keep the reefer with you, better have the heater with you Better have Jesus with you, might have to delete the nigga I won't try to please a nigga I ain't tryna be a nigga Listen how I work this shit But I ain't even practice it Woke up in the AM I was dreaming about a white brick Then I started thinking Can't get caught up on no goof shit Put him round some goons And he gon' sing nigga real shit Hey, bitch, I used to dream about them white bricks I'm picky with my choices, I don't like shit Before me getting shit, I used to swipe shit Boy, don't fuck up, you gon' end up in a crisis Life crisis, midlife crisis Marching with that big wop like he was a Pisces He wanna be like me, oops, he ain't like me Say his music hot as fuck, nope, I ain't like it He be sound biting, he be swag surfing Come to me with bullshit, reject like I'm jerking I don't know this little hoe, but for me she get it twerking Hop up on the mic and like a blunt, bitch I burns it you gon' wake up a beast, okay, you dirty then I stepped into this shit without a real plan Don't get beat up with all them goons around you, man I'm tryna wake up with hundreds all around me, man Need a thousand bands, yeah, that's 1K, 1K When I'm talking guap, boy, you know Comprende Fuck being a star, that shit fade away All these K's on me, like I hate my race I, I don't give a damn about your block Oh, I do not merely rock Still working in 9 to 5 Cause bitch, I am not on top Tell me what this goofy want Understand how goofy stop I feel like a sidekick I know what these pussy want
I'ma put you on game, my nigga, just listen. Hey, hey. When I get off this exit, we there in a minute. We there in a minute, my nigga. And I'm with the same niggas from the beginning. From the beginning, my nigga. And it ain't no way you ain't know who was in it, my nigga. Who was in it? Hey. 35 North, I should get to the ditch. I hop on the road, my nigga. Hey. What you know about taking the riches to get it? You ain't never did nothing. Hey. You rap about that life, but I know you don't live it. I know you don't live it. You're not hey. I got niggas that's dead, some niggas in prison. Gang. Riding for my brother once he died Not to mention you one slide when he was living I've been there from the beginning yeah. Trapping out them buildings yeah. We was young and got convicted yeah. With that gun, bro, did a sentence Back. If I spit it, then I live it Gang. Yeah, it happened, it's fact Riding yeah. presidential in that steamer yeah. And I got it from yeah. black Down bad, I was broke Big bro fronted the pack I never ran off with the work I was coming right back Run I'm only running from the law Jump the gate, throw the strap I got oh. these drugs inside my jaws I ain't throwing the rack PC, I don't speak, they need forensics for that for Phone froze, nigga, I was feeling stuck in the act Giving ghost even Nash, quick trip there and back Quick flip with the jabs, I risked it all for the cash I'm in the class of my own, the kitchen turned to a lab This shit is business, half these niggas got their feelings attacked Sipping medicine, I'm trying to calm down and relax I'm feeling sick, reminiscing, steady thinking about fat I just wanna hear him laugh, I just wanna see him swag So much potential, I miss him, that's that shit that make me mad, man We not immune, don't let these trials and tribulations break you Don't be confused, stay humble, stick to the grind, be patient We not immune, don't let these trials and tribulations break you Don't be confused, stay humble, stick to the grind, be patient I'ma put you on game, my nigga, just listen When I get off this exit, we there in a minute We there in a minute, my nigga And I'm with the same niggas from the beginning From the beginning, my nigga And it ain't no way you ain't know who was in it, my nigga if I know I should get to the ditch I hop on the road, my nigga, What you know about taking the riches to get it? Ain't never did nothing You rap about that life, but I know you don't live it I know you don't live it, you know I got niggas that's dead, some niggas in prison Break.
family close And I'm so damn pleased by the path that I chose Take it from me, you won't do it alone I tried many times, but I blew it like dope Learn from my hills, I keep family close And I'm so pleased by the path that I chose This one is just for the journey This one is just for the trip Oh, the trip I'll help you 